0: I don't know if we have any, um,
1: don't, don't even say it. Cause you know, it's going to, don't even say, I don't know if we have any cold open. Cause you know, you know what I'm going to do with the cold open. Cause that's... I know
0: you're just going to continue to do the same bit, which is not funny anymore.
1: Honestly, I love just running a bit into the ground. That's like one of my favorite bits. You it's it's like a, that, it's a meta Kevin. bit, you know?
0: Yeah. All right, Kevin, play the music now.
1: All right. I'm not going to do it this time.
0: One, Kevin. <laughs>
1: that was better. You didn't, uh, you didn't absolutely murder the audio there. So, oh, yeah, thank you. That's thank good. You. We're learning, getting better every week. Kind and gentle. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. I'm uh, coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Um, it's How's pretty cool. Uh, actually, the weather's fucking sick. It's like wow. uh, it's like 60s, 70s. I think it's supposed to get up to 80 today. Right. um you know i'm, I'm walking around in his shorts um you know i'm i'm meeting tech pe- tech people um oh, yeah elon musk joe rogan i'm trying to get on the joe rogan podcast for sure yep. bro yep.
0: while you're there you might as well
1: <laughs> yeah uh, i've p- been like pitch. i've been showing up to a studio every day knock it just like knocking on the door just let me in yeah
0: pitching your deck to investors
1: yeah yeah i'm uh i'm actually on a I'm on a DMT strike until Joe Rogan (laughs) lets me on his podcast. I'm not doing DMT a single time until I'm on his podcast. You ever been to Austin, Alex?
0: I have been to Austin. It's a wonderful city. I've been there a couple times. I've never been for South by Southwest, which I think is um, why most people go to Austin. One of the big events that happens in Austin. It's like Um, Burning
1: Man. I feel like it's just getting ruined.
0: Ooh, getting a call here from uh, a listener.
1: We're going to need to silence. We're going to silence the phones, Alex.
0: To be honest, that was my computer. My, my computer's doing this thing where it, like, rings for my phone. I don't know how that got set up. I did not do that.
1: Oh, thanks, Tim Apple.
0: Yeah. Um, I have been to Austin. Great city. Great barbecue. Great tacos. I got you know, some good cook. barbecue last night.
1: Where'd you go? I've, I can't remember.
0: Whoa, don't even know. But... Yeah, I was,
1: I was blacked out, bro. No, really? I, I wasn't. No, I just don't remember. Um,
0: um, how long are you in Austin for?
1: Uh, I leave Sunday. I'm going to New Mexico. Going to Roswell, mm. then we go to the White Sands. Be hiking, camping a little bit. Maybe wow. get abducted by aliens. You know, maybe this wow. is my last podcast. Wow. Maybe this the aliens gonna the are gonna take months.
0: me. You said that New Mexico and aliens go like you. You've mentioned not getting abducted by aliens.
1: Yeah, Roswell, baby.
0: That's that's part Area of the 51. Yeah, Area 51. Okay. That's I'm storming it.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm solo storming.
0: Remember when people were like, kind of, uh, there was that storm of yeah. Area 51 because what I'm was bringing it back. There?
1: I don't know. I can't remember. It was like 2019. Did it have something um,
0: to do with QAnon in some in some way?
1: Mm, hard to say. Um, but I, that... I I feel like they released a bunch of papers or something, oh, and then and yeah. then I think it was like kind yeah, of like a
0: real. It
1: was like an internet movement that got maybe a little bit out of hand. But <laughs> I don't really think that. I think yeah. formerly All Gas No Breaks, now Channel Five. They did a. They went there and covered it a little bit, and it, it was just a bunch of people getting drunk. It, it was,
0: wasn't QAnon, but it was QAnon and Jason. It was just basically hard to say. Internet. I mean, I don't. I don't know if we yeah, want to we put that on know. people. Yeah, but it was just a group of internet conspiracy theorists that thought that alien information was available and somehow going to area 51 and like storming, it was going to get that information to the public. Right. Yeah.
1: Like I, I guess, I mean, I'm sure they have like really crazy military systems there that would just fuck anybody yeah. up if they tried, but you know, I'm going to yeah, do gonna it cause say, I'm, I'm like, built different. Um, I'm going to infiltrate yeah, and get out and then, um, I'll, I'll, re- awesome. I'll, report back on next week on the pod.
0: Wish you nothing but the best, honestly. Thanks, I, mean, I appreciate it. About 2019 and like, I mean, we, I know people say like we live in an unprecedented times. So, like just the fact that like an uprising of the internet caused a storm and Area 51 and aliens and like all this like crazy shit that just you know, I think this will go down as like the time where like we had too much internet.
1: Yeah, we, we also we live in a society connected. so
0: we were too connected.
1: Now more and than ever.
0: Now more than ever. Um never been more connected, but never been more di- felt more divided. Damn, bro. I mean, facts that's, that's that's just how that's you facts. Start. I mean, it's just it's it is wild times, but I um, hope you enjoy Austin. We got Thanksgiving coming up. I'm excited about it. Um, and, uh, you know, what do you, do you enjoy Thanksgiving food? Uh, I feel like you have a take on this, right? You don't yeah. Yeah. Turkey? I'm uh,
1: I, I like turkey. Yeah. I'm not like sold on it. Like last year we did a little Thanksgiving. I planned it or mm. me. And my friends planned it. I made the mains. So we did. OK, I made a big ass ribeye steak. And um a That's whole right. a whole chicken. And you yeah. know, we missed the turkey a little bit. Some people were talking shit in my group, you know, they wanted the turkey, but Yeah,
2: you I, know, think I just you're... I just don't
1: really I just like I've you had know. turkey. I would have done a good job. Like I would have mm-hmm. spatchcocked it, like mm-hmm. I would have seasoned it right, I would have di- I would have did everything. Um, you know, I'm somewhat of a chef myself and yeah, I know. I would have thrown it down, but I would just if I'm putting money into something, you know I, I wanted a steak. Kevin wanted a steak, so have you got steak? a
0: steak. I mean, here's the truth. I think your hypothesis, what you're saying is at the end of the day, Thanksgiving is a wonderful meal, but the main dish is Turkey and that's a yeah. bad meat. And if you replace that meat with steak or chicken, it's better. And yeah. I think the truth, there's, you're right. It's just, if, if Turkey was a better meat, we would eat it other days of the year, other than this one day where we're all forced to. Yeah. We don't because I, we eat chicken and steak.
1: I will say, fish. I will say I in yeah. Houston, I went to this place called uh turkey leg hut. Mm-hmm. And it's like famous. Uh, like it's pretty, I think it's locally famous there. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I peeped the Instagram. They got a huge Instagram following. Okay. Like, um, you know, a lot of like Russell Westbrook falls and, uh, okay. Derek Lewis, the UFC fo- fighter. Houston okay. zone f- follows no them. That is. A lot of people follow follow Turkey Leg Hut, and we went okay. there, and I got the uh, the Hennessy glazed turkey leg, and it was fucking like a awesome. Big, a
0: big like turkey. Yeah, big like, ass like, turkey hey, leg. Like, like, like literally, was, like park.
1: I picked it up and it just fell off the bone.
0: See, that does sound interesting to me, but I, I but agree it was with like, like smoked, smoked turkey. Okay, yeah. yeah. Have you ever done the fried turkey thing where you put it in a you know sort of big not, not of myself. Oil?
1: Not myself personally, but um, my yep. family has done it, and you know, I, I think it was pretty good. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I did it, and I was um, I, I, I didn't do it myself, but family did it, and um, I thought it was okay.
1: You know, yeah. I think
0: I think Thanksgiving is about family. I think it's about as long as you have stuffing, which I think is the the, the real hero uh, of the day. Gravy, mm-hmm. um, tuna, uh, like a noodle casserole type thing, or yeah. like green bean casserole, right?
1: Yeah, all um, the casserole sweet potato casserole
0: sweet pea yeah exactly yeah now I'm getting hungry
1: yeah I mean I we talk about food so much on this podcast and <laughs> I guess this is a good segue into our our fucking show today because it's just like it's all food like it, I guess it's, it's that really of all year. food.
0: do you, yeah I think literally our, our our show notes are like seven food stories
1: yeah the first thing I wrote was holy fuck I can't find any other stories but food this week yeah
0: I mean, I think it's that time of year though. I do think, and I, I, it's food season, baby. It's food season because it's getting colder. And I will say as a guy that fluctuates weight, you know, kind of, you know, goes up and down a little bit. This is the time of year where, uh, you know, some of the, the the bigger pants come out and the, and the the bigger sweatshirts come out and you're just like, listen, just, it's going to happen. And, um, it's going to be all right on the other side, but, uh, it it is it is certainly eating season
1: um yeah uh, season, you, know, you, if you know. know what else it is alex it's what? holiday season
0: well the holidays are here and yeah, yeah we're, we're have supposed to uh, we're
1: supposed to you know oh wait we're, oh, sorry, put in the music. did i just did i just fuck you up uh, that no, was like a, I, mean, I was it's... i was trying to segue
0: no we're segueing.
1: Oh, okay it's my bad yeah i'll shut up
0: <laughs> yeah hell yeah hell yeah good cool <laughs> Good, good. We're we're now in well, this, dude. Will this is, I take uh, this out?
1: Am I going to take this no, out or am I going to no, leave it nothing. in for comedy? I'm going to leave it in for fucking comedy, baby.
0: <laughs> nothing better than a segue where we talk about the segue, <laughs> mid-segue, while cutting each other off and not letting each other segue.
1: Yeah, no, this Come is on. good podcasting.
0: This is a good podcast. Great podcasting. So uh, because it is holiday season, we have a lot of food and beverage stories, mostly food. And uh, we have a new game Kevin came up with Naughty or Nice um, that
1: uh, uh, replaces Trick or Treat. Everyone remembers Trick or Treat from the <laughs> Halloween season. I know the famed the famed Halloween segment. Yeah, the, the famed nice spooky season, season segment. I sorry. Do,
0: here's one thing I do I want to say about our podcast. I do like our segments. I do think like you know continuing to to do segments and come up with bad idea segments and just mm-hmm. just segments in general. Um, is working for us so there's one thing i got it's bad ideas well listen this is what this whole podcast is built upon
2: um the first one comes from kfc
0: and it is a name that is uh hard hard to pronounce but lovely when you say it kfc finger licking chicken mittens that just that just feels
1: rolls right that That sounds like something i wrote
0: finger licking chicken mittens
1: finger licking chicken mittens
0: you ready for this uh, Die Line uh, copy or Die Line uh, article?
1: Yeah, so shout out right Die Line. Um,
0: yeah, shout out to Andrew, Jessica, and is this our boy Rudy?
1: And, yeah, Rudy. Rudy, Rudy Sanchez, baby.
0: Rudy Sanchez. While homemade dishes are often a feature of family gatherings around the holidays, some families have that one clutch relative that brings a bucket of Kentucky Fried Delicious. Um, this holiday, KFC is making bringing their 11-herbed and spiced chicken to holiday potlucks easier with its new finger-licking chicken mitten bucket hugger. It's a mouthful pretty, pretty of a name. Sick. It's. Essentially what it is, is a knitted holiday themed ugly sweater, which we talked about last week, how we do not like those things um, for the signature bucket. So basically it is a koozie. It is a bucket koozie that Keeps looks warm. like a sweater. And the thing that really takes it to the next level is that it has two kind of like it has two mittens sewn into the side of it that I guess, you know, you kind of put your hands in and it looks like you're wearing mittens but they're actually all sort of uh, you know built into uh, the finger lick and chicken mittens bucket and it's perfect for transporting fried chicken uh, during the seasonal uh, holidays. Yeah. So Kevin. The big question is: Are is this is this
1: naughty or nice? So uh, we're making a list. We're checking it twice, and this is on the nice list. Yeah. This I'm 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 thinking real nice. This is really I I just love this idea. You know. <sighs> yeah. I hate big brands. You yeah. know, sometimes they just touch touch my heart in special ways, especially with like the finger licking chicken mitten. Yeah. Damn. I just like you know That's some it. some some alternate. Kevin is out there writing that copy coming up with yeah. that name. And I yeah. just, mm-hmm. I salute, I salute that, that person coming that up. Copy that copywriter, Yeah. That's yeah. probably
0: why did Kennedy, I think they do most of KFCs. They've been responsible for a lot of their, ads. I don't know to, that to be true a hundred percent, but yeah, I do think, um, there is a creative team on the side, you know, Kevin, it, it warms my heart to see your heart get warm. Cause I know that you're, you know, brands, uh, you know, this podcast is about brands and it's about what brands are doing and the goings on in the world. And you want to be a hater. You want to say, fuck brands, fuck this, fuck, you know, all this garbage. Why are we even living? You know, sort of, uh, Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, all of that emphasis, stuff,
1: emphasis on why are we even living?
0: <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> You are able to be your, you know, your heart is not made of coal. You are able to find love in a creative place. And the KFC finger looking chicken mittens is what does it for you. And, yep. it, you know, maybe and, I'm and that one beautiful. dude,
1: maybe I'm, maybe I'm a Scrooge. And then yeah, I, I have that. Some of these, some of these, um, some of these things make me, uh, you know, yes. take me back and yes. see my, past life or whatever the fuck happens in that dumb movie. I, I couldn't tell you what that movie is. It about. warms my so heart. You're and then you get that you know, answer from me. It, yeah. it melts. It melts my heart. And so two things I really
0: like, Kevin, because um, I'm with you. This is this is a, a not nice for me. Um, I do love the, the general concept, a koozie for your chicken, fried chicken. And I love the mittens that are sort of sewn into the side. It makes for a great image here. Um, and I also love. The seasonal packaging so not mm-hmm. just the actual mm-hmm. bucket koozie itself but there are underneath it there's a seasonal design called winton chicken land which again copywriting here very strong um and i i just i i love the idea that like starbucks has its like limited edition holiday cup kfc has its limited edition holiday bucket and i think that's smart of them uh, I think it's really kind of a way to put themselves into the holiday conversation because mm-hmm. you and I were just talking about how turkey is kind of trash, and to be honest, fried chicken, not kinda, trash. Kinda, fried chicken. yeah, yeah,
1: P- pretty lit. And,
0: and I don't think people are eating fried chicken for Thanksgiving or Christmas or really I any think, of these. I days. think people.
1: I think some people do. Like you know, I think okay. fried chicken might be a big Christmas Eve staple. Mm. You know, you're. Uh, you know, you. I thought
0: you're supposed to eat like fish right Aren't I, to, I don't know yeah. maybe yeah i thought there i think like it, nine, i think that, i think italians or something italian i think that's that. italians yeah yeah that's what my father-in-law does it happens to be his birthday so we oh, nice go out, yeah um uh, for for dinner uh and he gets like the you know 11 fishes or whatever you know oh, nice nice but um yeah i don't think of fried chicken as like a holiday thing necessarily but this helps me get there. And I do love the seasonal packaging of it all. I do love the the general concept and you know, what really brings it over the top for me is a, this photo of the person bringing it to the house and the name mm. KFC finger licking chicken mittens.
1: Yeah. I think you could show up to any to house holding this buc- yes. bucket of chicken Facts. in a jacuzzi. Yeah. Knock on the door. Yep. Even if you have nowhere to go, they'll be like, yep. come on in. You're, you're welcome here. Or
0: Honestly. like, um, If someone came through the door right now with a bucket of fried chicken.
1: Yeah, we would we would stop the podcast. Yeah,
0: we'd be done here (laughs) because there's few things in life better uh, than than hot, good, crispy fried chicken. So we'd say,
1: yeah, 17 minutes of content is plenty. Um,
0: (laughs) I guess ended. Or we'd say, hey, we'll be right back uh, because fried chicken takes priority. Um, I don't eat enough fried chicken, but it is.
1: um, You probably might.
0: I need to step it up. I just had a, a, a Nashville fried chicken sandwich from oh. uh, Le- Leroy's. Shout out to them. Plug for them. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I want to go there. New restaurant just opened up uh, by the studio in Greenpoint. Um, really good. Really good. Yeah. Really spicy. Like I couldn't feel my face. Ooh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, we, we got to go. Um, we got to go to Pelicano again when I get back.
0: Yeah. I think that place was good. I think, I think you'll enjoy Leroy's. I think, all right, you know, all right. I, I will say here's something about the Nashville hot fried chicken thing. It's like, I think it be, it's a, it's a big trend. And I think it's in my, here's, here's my uh, analysis. I think it sounds better than it is sometimes. I mm-hmm. just feel like sometimes fried chicken, they just like put like crazy spice on top and you're like, is that making the fried chicken better? It's yeah. Well, the, it the
1: Nashville, the Nashville one is like, um like it's kind of dipped in like a oily, like an oil spice yeah. mixture. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with it. I'm yeah. I don't know if I've had like great Nashville fried chicken though. Same. I'll, I'll, I guess I'm going to say that. I haven't, yeah. I don't think I've had it like peak yeah. peak season, but yes, correct. You know,
0: I think you and I are saying my, it's like, we want to like it. We know we will like it, but maybe we haven't had a really good one.
1: Yeah. Actually they have some pretty good as much as I, it pains me to say Mecklenburgs, They've got some good Nashville hot chicken wings. Really? You hate yeah.
0: Mecklenburgs. We won't get into that whole ordeal. Your, I don't your, hate Mecklenburgs. I just think,
1: yeah. I just think they're kind of expensive. But yeah, for another podcast, another podcast. Speaking
0: of fast food, we got um, McDonald's. McDonald's has been doing a lot of uh, celebrity uh, collaborations.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they're like, like, I wonder if they're like hurting. Probably not though.
0: I just think it's like a good way to get seasonal like energy or to take um, their same nine products and find a way to make them exciting. Uh, I wonder if they're distancing, distancing themselves from Travis Scott. That's the question I thought you were going to ask because does things are not looking so good for him. And he was a big part of the like McDonald's Travis Scott sort of he kicked this whole thing off in a big way. So um, and and so the big one here for the holiday season is Mariah Carey. Obviously, Mariah Carey is, uh, you know, she's she's all I want for Christmas is you. She wrote that song and it is the song that dominates the holiday season. So shout out to her. And here she is kind of cashing in, in more ways by doing a, an endorsement deal for McDonald's. The concept announced on Wednesday is that they're doing the Mariah menu debuts on December 13, 13th and offers 12 days of free food. So um, you, all you need to do is spend a single dollar. If I, if I'm, if I get this correct, and then there's like each day you'll get something for free. The first day is like, um, like cookies. And then one day it's like pancakes. And one day it's like a big Mac. So oh, big Mac, of, wow! Uh, the first day is big Mac. Sorry. They're starting off. So starting off it, strong. All you have to do is spend $1 minimum purchase at McDonald's and you, then you'll get the mariah menu sort of item for free so yeah um kind of an interesting concept uh but i personally i gotta say like this doesn't really feel exciting or new for me no. so i'm gonna say it's it's naughty because here's the thing i think mariah is a treasure she's an icon She is a uh, staple of the holiday season, whether you like it or not. And I think they just could have brought a little bit more creativity to this. Like, I just don't think there's anything like the Mariah menu, you know, is is a good name. But it just, you know, kind of like a free thing every day for 12 days. It's like, I don't know. That doesn't really get my uh, my juices. Yeah,
1: do better, McDonald's. This is also naughty for me. Like, and it's not even like naughty, naughty. I feel like. Yeah. This is just kind of like maybe forgettable. Not as not as like flushed out or like kind of like yeah, it is. It's forgettable. It's like you know I don't I don't really have any hot takes on it. Um, yeah, I've heard, I've heard Mariah Carey's kind of mean. Um, mm. And remember her New Year's Eve performance where she was like lip yes. lip singing. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, but I mean, we we I can't even I can't trip. I can't even front on here like that. That song, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. Yeah, great song,
0: banger. Twenty-seven yeah. years ago it was released, and I think the thing that people don't you know respect her enough is that she wrote that shit. It's not like that was like some song that someone else made up. Like she created the number one Christmas song, and like I feel Wait, like did, each she really? year, did she really? Did she really yeah. write that? Is that a yeah, joke? She, she, no, she wrote that. She wrote "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Look it up.
1: Um, I'm gonna look that up. I don't think that's real. Yes. But- we can look it up. All right. We'll, we'll look it up. She yeah. wrote it. She Somebody... wrote it or co wrote it,
0: whatever. But, you know, I think each year, you know, um, artists like John Legend or Ariana Grande or whatever, like they're putting out Christmas albums, Justin Bieber. They typically sing classic songs and maybe they try to like put a new one into the mix. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Ooh. they're never going to top Mariah. And I just think you got to give her respect for it. Um, mm-hmm. I also like that I've seen a couple of interviews with her and she's got like beef with J-Lo. Mm-hmm. And so like they ask her in interviews, they're like, what do you think of a turn And she's just like, I don't know who that is. And All so right, I well- just, I, I like that. She's just a genuine, you know, she's, she's kind of has a little bit of that Britney Spears energy, which is just like, you got a certain level of success and, <clears throat> and she just kind of, She's keeping it real, I think, and so I kind of like that about Mariah. Um, but I think, yeah. this oh, thing- you know
1: what's a you know what's a banging Christmas song? What do you got? It's, um, it's "Merry Christmas" by the Yin Yang Twins. Oh,
2: it's pretty really? sick. Yeah,
0: where's the Yin Yang Twins uh, McDonald's meal? I guess not.
1: I don't know, uh, but you can find it on Spotify. Uh, awesome. Yeah, this is this is a double naughty for us. Um, yeah, it really just much kind of doesn't really.
0: Either. Yeah, just kind of just kind of a boring story to be honest. Yeah, boring and-
1: story. Let's uh, let's. Let's, Let's get out of holiday moving. season.
0: One other thing that I'll say is that Mariah just like, you know, the way that they have her in these ads, she's just kind of looks like a, it oh, yeah. looks like a cardboard cutout. She's just like, like she
1: does look like a cardboard cutout. Oh my God. <laughs> I wonder like, I wonder if that is a cardboard cutout. Like if she, she going to be at every McDonald's like with her phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. She just looks so like fake. Yes. She looks
1: like Mark Zuckerberg in the metaverse. You know, she <laughs> just looks like a total
0: robot here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's kind of boring story for us. Um, a little bit more exciting and, but you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Um, not, not a holiday story, Kevin, but an interesting one by Heinz. Heinz has a kind of crazy idea that I took me a second to kind of fully understand, which is a Mars edition Heinz ketchup. It's grown under Mars soil conditions. And so basically, you know, the world, as we discussed earlier, it's uh, it's going to shit. It's going to shit. Hell in a handbasket, as they say, and um, you know, we live in some crazy times, and we might need to escape. <clears throat> we might need to get the f out of here, and uh, oh,
1: let's be clear, Alex. Uh, maybe you might make the Mars rocket when you're yeah, you know, yeah when you're yeah. A, you know billionaire, but me and Elon. you know, little old Kevin, yeah, I ain't going anywhere. I'm gonna go down with this motherfucking ship. OK, well,
0: then, you know, that's that's a personal decision. But for those of us, me, Elon suck. We're trying to maybe think about uh, habitating in other places. And so, you know what? The, one of the most important things we're going to need when we go there. Catch up. Catch up. Yeah, of course, because God forbid there's like potatoes and someone, you know, there's the no, frying. dude. you can already
1: according to Matt Damon in The Martian, you that's can right. grow potatoes on Mars.
0: Uh-huh. You're right.
1: So and actually, that might actually, that might be real science too.
0: That probably is real science because we'll,
1: probably, you
0: know, yeah. Who might argue that? And I'm then, doing my own
1: research on Mars grown okay. potatoes though.
0: So if you grow potatoes and then you turn them into French fries, because, you know, obviously that's what, you know, the the best form of potatoes are. What are French fries without ketchup? So, I mean, Heinz is onto something. And so basically what they're doing is they're, they built a greenhouse nicknamed the red house. You get it, Kevin? Because ketchup is red. And, and, and Mars are... is, Mars is
1: also red. Mars oh, that's is also true. Red, yeah. yeah,
0: you bring up a good point. Actually,
1: I think uh, I think it's called the Red House because of Mars being red, not because of C- ketchup. I could be wrong. So Again, essentially, I think this, is a, this is a double entendre. <laughs> Thanks for explaining, Kevin. Food brand. Heinz it's like a, astra- it's a dual dual meaning. <laughs> is that what a double entendre is? Yeah. So like, Mars <laughs> is red and ketchup's also red, and so okay. when they called it the Red House, sh- I'm sure they oh! thought about both. Yeah. Oh, You're it's right. A, it's a greenhouse, but yeah. Did you see? Did you see what they did? Whoa!
0: I get it now. It's a greenhouse, but they're calling it, nicknaming it, the rad house. Yeah, because of green.
1: because of ketchup and because of Mars.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, food brand Heinz and astrobiologist Andrew
0: Palmer from Florida Tech's Aldrin Space Institute working together for two years growing tomatoes for Heinz Mars. The team at Florida tech simulated conditions Martian settlers will likely encounter such as the type of soil, uh, that would be available selecting the ideal seeds and scientists are making massive weed growing friend, jealous led lighting rigs. I don't know what kind of joke that is temperatures and they're controlling all this environment. It's a weed joke place. It's a weed joke in this article. Shout out to uh, the dial line again. Um, and so, basically, they're producing um, tomatoes, and as unfortunately, the yield was not as high as researchers had hoped. So, there's a lot of work to do, but they were able to create ketchup in Mars-like conditions. I assume this happened in Florida, not on Mars itself. And they're limited, they're they're releasing this to the public.
1: Yeah, um, imagine being a rocket scientist, and you're <laughs> making catch up for Heinz. <laughs> I mean, just to, like put yourself in that guy's shoes. No shade yeah, to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's like, I'm sure this research is actually valid. Like I, I bet Palmer. it's like, yeah, I bet the research is actually valid. Cause you probably need to, if we're, yeah. if yep. the goal is going on Mars, you need to yep. do agriculture mm-hmm. there and shit. Yeah. Um, so it's not probably like a totally a Heinz sponsored thing, but you know, just just imagine sure having a, being a rocket scientist and you're uh, making ketchup.
0: Yeah. For some promotion that you and I are talking about on our podcast. Like, yeah. And then
1: imagine you know. being a podcaster talking about it. Yeah. I mean, who's, who's, who's in a worse position, but <laughs> um,
0: here's one thing I will say, the idea does feel pretty unnecessary. Um, and it is pretty, it feels like, again, Heinz is like doing too much. I think, Um, they've done a lot of stuff. They did like the ketchup Mm -hmm. roller. We've talked about them a bunch. And again, we kind of love this type of creativity, but this does kind of feel pretty unnecessary. I will say one thing I got to give them credit for the packaging in
1: the sort of like aluminum type foil. Yeah, that's pretty sick. It's always sick to see a space, space age packaging.
0: Space age packaging rules. And I feel like that's probably why they did this idea. Like someone pitched it and was like, but look at this fucking sick packaging. We're going to put yeah. it in. And they're like, okay, we got go to go. Yeah. Uh, you, I guess you're out. right.
1: I, I guess you're right. We do need to grow ketchup. We, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. We do need to grow tomatoes in a, in, in yeah. like it's on Mars.
0: Yeah. The dialogue going to love this. And then Alex and Kevin on front center are going to definitely want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. So um, shout out to them. Big brain thinking Heinz on, on, you know, future Heinz on, on, yeah,
1: built, kudos created. to them kudos to them yeah
0: I remember there was a like um it just reminds me of all these like s- space comedies where they do like greenhouses and they build like you know space like conditions on earth and then always something goes wrong in those situations like The like biodome, yeah biodome and there was that like other tv shows like on showtime or whatever and it had like like griffin on it for a second who what? cares but it yeah, there's like it's 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 the um, it's like the best place for a, 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 a sort of ensemble comedy is inside yeah. like a biodome trying to like control the future, like create future conditions. There's also yeah. there's a really good documentary about a real sort of experiment that did this. But I mean, it's a real feels, experiment, Alex. This is no, real. I know. But like a sort of like more expansive, like. Not just trying to grow ketchup for Heinz, yeah, but trying sure. to like actually live uh, on other
1: planets. This so, is a little off topic, but um, yep. Same with Heinz. Do you know they invented um, branded swag? Really? Yeah. They um basically yeah. so that um they started out they started out as a pickle company, and they would sell their pickles, or they would like they would set up a stand and they would give out p- little pickle pins. And then um, I think they'd give out samples, too. But you'd get a sample and a pickle pin. And then, you know, the rest is history. Wow. So bring Kevin, back the pickle pins.
0: Salute those pioneers in the merchandise game, because without them, we would not be in business. You know, half of what we do here is branded merchandise, T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts and pins. Mm-hmm. So if they invented that. Also, shout out to you, Kevin. Bringing
1: stats to the
0: podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out uh, Club Sandwich Magazine. Wow, I'm, it's a good I'm, ass magazine. I'm blown
0: away. I'm blown away. Shout out to them. Free plug. Yeah. Um, amazing. Shout out to Heinz. Shout out to. Uh, shout out to merchandise. Shout out to shout out to everyone involved. Um, yeah. Shout speaking out. Speaking of fries, shout out Kevin, Andrew Palmer. Shout out to Andrew Palmer, the scientist. Uh, you know, the astrobiologist in uh, the Florida Tech Space Program working on um, Heinz promo. Um, we, speaking of fries, um, Arby's has a pretty crazy idea. It's called fry vodka. Um, And that's pretty much all you need to know. 80 proof spirits are made from potato vodka and distilled with real ingredients inspired by brands curly and crinkle fry flavor profiles. 59.99 available in limited quantities on November 18th and in a second drop on November 22nd on Arby'sVodka.com. Um, the packaging itself kind of features uh, photography or images of the actual fries inside of the bottle, sort of like a a gray goose type thing. And this story got a lot of play on the internet, I feel like, or I saw this kind of around. I saw they were sending, like, influencer boxes to people like Darren Ravel, who uh, seems to be the uh, <clears throat> seems to be the guy that apparently gets these type of things. Kevin, at what point are we going to get these boxes? That's really kind of the big question. Oh, I, have I don't know.
1: I, I think we might be a long ways, but we also might not be that far. I think that's where, like, I think we'll know
0: if we've yeah. made it when, like, a brand like Arby's is like, we got this crazy idea, crinkle, crinkle fry and curly fry vodka. And then they send it to us so we can review it and do it on the podcast versus like just talking about it. And I think, I think
1: the way that we're going, we're on our way, but, um, listen, I'm sure this vodka makes one hell of a blame Mary. Well, that's the
0: thing I was going to get to. Sorry, Kevin, really quickly in the influencer boxes. The reason why I brought it up is because they were including like, uh, tomato sauce, hot sauce, Worcestershire sauce, oh, okay, like okay, okay. all the ingredients to make a Bloody Mary with the curly fried vodka. So they weren't just sending it alone. I think yeah, the yeah. intended you know, sort of format is to make a Bloody Mary with
1: these. Things. So let me do, you, I don't know if we have this information, but they say fifty-nine ninety-nine. Is that for one bottle or are you getting both bottles for that? Because that seems <sighs> like a lot for one bottle of, that seems like a lot for one bottle of vodka. Like,
0: yeah, it is. It what is, is this fucking pricey. like
1: Ciroc? Like, fuck out of here. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it's more of, you know, the question is, like, are you really getting it to drink or are you getting it to sort of just, like, um, have some clout on the internet? To put it on a
1: sh- yeah? To, are you getting it to put it on a shelf and have it sit behind you while you're well, on Well, that's the thing. If, if you're meetings, a guy,
0: maybe, yeah, I mean, if you're a guy that maybe collects packaging and sort of uh, likes to put these things on a shelf, vodka is really good for that because you could drink the vodka, replace it with water, and it would still just like, just as good on the shelf. Um, I guess I something makes me want to think that these are... Uh, $59.99 per bottle, which I agree with Kevin is a little pricey, especially for Arby's sort of a a, uh, fast food joint. Mm
1: -hmm. But I guess we maybe should have read a little bit more about this one, because if it's coming, if it's like two bottles of vodka and like a Bloody Mary mix, maybe, maybe I could see it like, yeah, could be worth it. But if it's just a single bottle of vodka, nothing else, fuck that.
0: You know what? I got to say, I like this idea. And a because it sort of uh, you know kind of is is a little unique and just enough to get uh, you know the people going. I think the packaging is kind of smart in the fact that like there's literally curly fries sort of through the glass, which I think is a a, a, a funny and sort of humorous way to do it um, from packaging perspective. And then um, I think the idea that like potato, <laughs> like the connection between potato vodka and curly fry like I, I it's not it doesn't feel like a giant reach there mm-hmm. to, for yeah. me to like then look at this and see like a bloody mary with a burger on top and it just it it, it feels um it feels outrageous but also yeah makes sense it feels on brand in a weird mm-hmm. way so i think for me that's a win i'd love to try it yeah and uh put it on the I list alex maybe put it on m- the very m- long m- list of things we want to say and try but we never do
1: Maybe, maybe we check it out. We got the launch dates right here. We got the website, you know, we got a, we got a shelf, you know. That's true. We can make it happen.
0: Yeah. If you put a calendar invite on my, uh, on my, on my, (laughs) on my calendar, there's a, there's a chance that I may click a couple things and get this thing.
1: All right. So let's, let's see if we can make it happen. So the reason
0: why they did this and, you know, outside of just, you know, to get on our podcast is that they apparently added a crinkle cut option to accompany the iconic Mm. curly fry providing another choice for fry lovers said Patrick Schwing Arby's chief marketing officer in a statement. So I think there's not, it's not just like, you know, the ridiculousness for ridiculousness sake, there's actually like a promotion here. They're trying to get people to know that they have a new type of fry. So I think all in all, this is just a good idea. And I think I'm here for it. I'd love to try it. I wonder how much it tastes like curly fries or, um, you know, crinkle cut fry. I will say, Last thought here, Kevin. If we are gonna order it, I'm only getting the curly fry. I want nothing to do with the crinkle cut
1: fry. Yeah, I mean crinkle cut's just what is it, is it gonna be? Salty? Like there's no flavor there. Um, at least with the curly fry one, you get a little paprika. You know, get a little spice. Mm. The spice got us feeling nice. Curly um, fries,
0: Mount Rushmore fries for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm actually um, I'm gonna be a little contrarian here. Whoa. I'm not a huge curly fry guy. What? I I listen. I I like them. I'll eat them. I like I like when they you know do little, little bounce shit. I like that.
0: Wow. They're they're,
1: they're not my favorite. I would. Wow. You know, they're on my it.
0: Mount Rushmore for
1: sure. Are you ready for my Mount yeah, Rushmore?
0: Go ahead. go ahead. Sweet potato, curly, standard,
1: and uh, waffle. Yeah. All right. Mine is um. I would go tater tots, smile fries. Yeah. Um. I would do. Like, you know, those fries that are like, um, got like mashed potato insides. Love those. Like Um, steak, steak fries. Yeah, steak fries. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. double fried steak fries. Okay. Um, I will do waffle fries. Yeah. And then I'll do like (laughs) fresh potatoes. Like, you just made the fries yourself.
0: Oh, just like
1: standard cut? Yeah, homemade fries.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. I, I, You know what? I had tater tots in like sort of like my, uh, you know, sort of runner up position, but I don't think they're. There's really um, nothing better than a nice tater tot. tot? Yeah. That's the way I kind of feel about curly fries or waffle fries. Like if you have a really good waffle fry, that's like.
1: That's true. I like like, it. Yeah. I like a good waffle fry. Um, Are you here for. Are you here for um, deluxe Like are you here for these like, you know, get the whole kitchen sink in there? A burger and top. Yeah. So
0: obviously I feel like that's like, uh, such a, you know, such a ridiculous unnecessary thing, but I will say if you hit me with, I first and foremost, I love a Bloody Mary. I think a Bloody mm-hmm. Mary is like the perfect breakfast brunch, uh,
1: drink of choice. I have one every um, morning.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see why, you know, if you're getting breakfast, you're getting some ex Benedict, like a Bloody Mary is the perfect, is the per- perfect compliment. I will say, I don't want it to have a burger and then chicken nuggets and like, you know, sort of a, 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 an entire meals, you know, mozzarella sticks sticking out of the top. I think that's completely unnecessary, but if you hit me with a couple of vegetables and maybe a pickle and maybe you get something, yeah. A little crazy. Like I'm here for that. And if you just hit me with like one sad olive in the top, I'm kind of like, I would like maybe a piece of celery. Like, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah. part of the, the joy of drinking a Bloody Mary is that it does come with a couple things to eat yeah, while you are yeah. drinking it, which, it, to be honest, is a delightful situation.
1: Yeah, I've never had one, but I would, I would certainly love to have a burger on my Bloody Mary. I think that yeah. would be pretty sick.
0: I think I have, I have had that before. Oh. I think if yeah, and um, sick, bro. Yeah, not to brag, but uh, I have had a Bloody Mary that ha- came with a burger on top. Yeah, and just you like, know what I slider. would say, and I think you to know what honest, I would say,
1: Alex. I say no sherry before my Bloody Mary.
0: Yeah, that's not <laughs> nearly as good as uh, I know. I was no trying to figure it today. out. The Fuck. There have been a couple other brands that have toyed with like alcoholic drinks, like Taco Bell did some sort of tequila, and mm-hmm. Grey Poupon did-, did a wine, and you know there are a bunch of other this. You know this isn't a completely original thing. Are we
1: still off mic or because no, I think we're you might up. need to? I think you might need to intro it. What do you mean?
0: I'm we're still talking about Arby's fry vodka.
1: Out. I'm just saying other
0: brands have done things like this. Taco Bell, tequila, grape upon wine. Like, mm-hmm. I think we're seeing this kind of happen where brands are, you know, jumping into the to the alcohol and uh, beverage space. And, you know, I, I'm here for generally. Um, I like the Arby's one. I think it's kind of fun and cool. But, you know, you can miss me with grape upon wine.
1: Or- really? Why? I'm just not a big grape upon guy. Really? You like grape upon. Yeah. <laughs> What's your Mount Rushmore of mustards?
0: Wow. Honey mustard, spicy mustard, <laughs> yellow mustard, and
1: um <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, I like um I'm going to do grape Poupon. I'm going to do that... classic yeah. classic yellow mustard. I'm going to mm. do stone ground mustard. Mm. Um I mean, fuck, how many mustards are there? Well,
0: that's the thing I was trying to get to. <laughs> I was trying to not put Grey Poupon in my, I guess Dijon mustard, but that's what it
1: is. It is, you know? yeah. There's, it's, I mean, Grey Poupon is the superior Dijon mustard. It's, it's the best one. Okay, but how about you? Spicy. Rank them. Rank, rank your mustards. I, I, don't know if I could. Okay, spicy. Honestly, I, I make, one. I make some, I make some mean mustard. I won't lie, I make okay. some really good mustard.
0: So fine, I'll rank, I'll rank my favorite mustards. Spicy mustard one, honey mustard two yellow mustard three and then like way 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 far down sort of dijon mustard
1: number four all right i'm gonna go i'll, I'll do mine again i'll do yep um like i'll do like stone ground mustard it's so like that real thick shit yeah let me get um that is brown good. mustard mm-hmm. like belly style brown mustard love that shit i'll yep. do yellow mustard love the classic yep. i used to be like a mustard kid when i was in like third grade i, that I was mean, like I my, can see it yeah yeah I, I would i would load that shit up um yep. mm-hmm. number four would be exactly. <laughs> there's uh, only so many mustard i know there really is only so much i feel like i had another one that i forgot but uh, all right last yeah, story fuck, yeah fuck it let's fuck get it. into it last story wait did we do did we talk about the wine or no we're moving on it's the last story you're I'm ready here for the wine i'm here for the wine i want it great last story, story
0: <laughs> last story it better taste like mustard you're, that's all i need to say last story of the day it is our friend's one of our favorite topics to talk about in all of all of branding and all of food and all of beverage. It is the subway meat mystery. And uh, you know, I'm so glad that this lawsuit continues and we continue to get new (laughs) information. See, I'm so excited. I can't even talk. I'm so excited to get new information about the mystery meat if you don't recall, I was talking about it. Um, tuna is the sort of topic of this conversation. There's been lawsuits against Subway saying that tuna actually doesn't have any tuna in it. Um, and so we have some new information filed on Monday. There were 20 tuna samples from 20 different Subway restaurants in Southern California. And they were submitted for testing. Kevin, you ready for the, uh, the, the latest update? Yeah, give it to me. My body is ready. Okay. There were... Twenty samples collected from of tuna, collected from twenty subway restaurants in Southern California, and they were submitted to the Barber Lab at UCLA's Department of Ecology of Evolutionary Biology. And what they found was that nineteen of the twenty samples contained no detectable tuna DNA sequences whatsoever.
1: What did they find?
0: So they actually found. Trace amounts of chicken, pork, and cattle, according to the new lab tests. So, this is
1: not looking good for her. For some, sorry, what is cattle like? <laughs> could, could they just say cows? Like, beef? could they just say beef? Is it? Is yeah. it not? Is it not beef? Like, beef? yeah,
0: it, it, <laughs> that's a great question. Why are they calling the beef? cattle because I think that does make it seem incredibly seems a more, little sus. Yeah. It means way, it feels way worse. So I think we're, uh, this is certainly um, this is, <laughs> this is uh, a, a sort of hit piece on tuna, you know, <laughs> on subway. They're really trying to catch them, but I'm sorry. 19 of 20 samples of the tuna from subway saying that not only one had any traceable tuna in it
1: yeah that's not, tough. not looking good that's tough that's a tough <clears throat> tough sell tough sell there and
0: so the company was saying that they were a hundred percent sustainable caught ship jack and yellowfin tuna and that's how they were marketing this so oh subway has got some explaining yeah.
1: to do um i mean this let's tuna... let's let me t- let me talk about this from a sustainability perspective Um, Mm -hmm. overfishing in the oceans is a huge problem. Um, and specifically the overcatching of tuna, very Mm. fucked up. So I would go out on a limb and say, maybe this is like more of a sustainable play to have fake tuna, you know, so you're not actually using any tuna. You're not fucking up any wildlife. You're not, you know, fucking the oceans up. Well, I mean, you are fucking up wildlife. Like, sorry. Um, but you're just switching out fish for for fish for, for chicken and cattle and yep. pork damn that shit's really like a hot dog mix i guess
0: yeah it really is but i mean the thing about it is like tuna is a fish <laughs> yeah tuna and is a fish
1: alex pork
0: yeah pork cattle you know chicken <laughs> these are the things they're finding in the tuna that is that is just really, really troubling because there are people out there, some of my family members that are pescatarians, people that do not eat meat, but still eat fish. And this is just some sort of weird mixture of various concoctions. Yeah. Let's get a
1: class action lawsuit going.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is Very troubling. I mean, I think you're right. Like there's a way to spin this to be like,
1: well, we're, you know, we're (laughs) trying,
0: we're trying to save the fish, but I, it's hard when you're marketing your tuna sandwich as a hundred percent, uh, wild caught tuna. Yeah. Because that's what they're saying. And they're saying that it's regulated. Remember, they put up that website that was like Subway tuna is real tuna. And they were sort of like going against this like allegations um, and were sort of regulate. They were saying it was regulated by the Food and Drug Administration. So either someone is out trying to take down Subway with some faulty lab results or tuna or Subway is just completely lying to the public and saying that their tuna is tuna, and literally 19 of 20 samples say that there's not even a
1: trace of tuna. Yeah, Alex, on this podcast, we believe in science. Yeah, so, but here's the
0: thing. Who science do we believe? The federal, uh, like, drug and, you know, Food and Drug Administration? I'm going to believe
1: the university. I think that's
0: this random university. Um, I'm going to take the random
1: university. I'm going to take UCLA over the FDA. The FDA FDA is on some fuck shit, you know? Yeah. That food pyramid. They're, they're, they're Pe- they got people in their pockets they got yeah. they got they got people on the boards they got like i mean yep. i don't know, every a lot of things we know about food are just kind of fucked up from them like they've spread a lot of misinformation for the yep. for the gain of fucking rich ass motherfuckers in our yep. country
0: i will say the guy the subway ceo uh john chidsdy who is addressing the uh, tuna controversy in a statement um quote we 100% stand behind our tuna he has the look of a man that murdered someone. <laughs> he looks like he is in the middle of a controversy that he wants nothing to do with, and he looks yeah. terrified and scared and nervous and uncomfortable. And uh, you got to, you know, my heart goes out to this guy because yeah. this is uh, bad for the brand, and they've had yeah. some bad brand moments over the last decade.
1: Yeah, for sure. put uh, let's throw some F's in the chat for them uh, to pay respects. Psych, I mean, just kidding. Fuck Subway. Um, I love nothing more than to see them fail. Like, you know. Good.
0: Does this does this um, you know, maybe make you think twice about eating Subway? Um I, I was
1: I was already think I was already thinking twice about eating Subway. Um this is making me think three times. <laughs> and um this is actually making me think twenty times about eating Subway and nineteen times out of twenty I'm not eating Subway. And then that what? other the the one time where I might be eating Subway, I'm not gonna eat it.
0: Well, here's what i have to say about the tuna tuna trace is only appearing in one sample out of 20 samples so you're saying there's a chance <laughs> you know there's there's a chance that you're going to get tuna it's just one in every 20 locations yeah it's kind of like a sweepstakes you know am i going to get real tuna um i here's my last thought if you get tuna from subway Prior to this, you're a fucking monster. After this, you're a psychopath because getting tuna anyway from Subway was you were you were risking it. you know, you knew that you knew that there was, you know, that is tuna fish should not be purchased from Subway. It should because half the time these are, you know, gas station, Subway type situations like do not get a tuna sandwich at any Subway location. And now it is just 100 percent confirmed. You're not you you should Mm -hmm. never get it. But is this going to stop me from getting a turkey, you know, BLT type Italian it sandwich should. from Subway it should maybe once in a year on a road it trip? Should. It should. I, I, I don't know. It should. I don't know. I think I'm just like, listen, the smell of the bread and yoga mat. It's uh, it's it's something there that
1: I just. Yeah. Still, hey, you know, it's not going to stop me. I'll just it's say, like, uh, um, you know, if you if you don't know, now, you know. That's true, but
0: can you separate the art from the artist? That's what I have to say about subway. You know, am I gonna? I understand the tuna is maybe not tuna, and the bread may have yoga mat,
1: but those artists are really doing a lot of work there. <laughs> there, the subway artist. You
0: know, it's it's not their fault, and it's still a delicious treat. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that there is cattle. <laughs> Chicken, yeah. pork, and cattle. I think the word cattle. I think you also have diagnosed this correctly, Kevin, which is really troubling. And yeah, if they just what said is beef. It? What is
1: it? If they just said
0: pork. You know, uh, pork and you know, chicken and beef. But the fact that they're using the word
1: cattle just are there feel any other so types of cattle? Like, I'm now. I'm not aware of any other types of cattle that aren't beef. But <laughs> I, the difference. I don't know. Yeah, the difference between beef and cattle
0: is like every beef. There's dairy cattles. I, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I maybe mean, they're just using some like old dairy maybe cows we and shit. We're now going too deep into a thing that we just genuinely shouldn't. I know. This, is like, a,
1: this is like a full it. episode. Sub, I think we need to have a full to, episode about Subway Tuna again. You know what I was thinking in my
0: head when I saw the picture of the CEO and he was looking all disheveled and like, I'm ready for the Subway
1: Tuna pod, uh, 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 documentary. Like, oh, shit. I think maybe we produce it. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or a podcast, because every documentary starts as a podcast. And I so, would love,
1: I would love uh, nothing more than to have another podcast solely about t- just Subway you and hard. I. Yeah. yeah, where we go
0: and we like investigate and we talk to people that worked at Subway yeah. and we do like a, a like an insane investigation. We get people on the podcast. That, yeah, we that go deep at through, Subway and yeah, deep through the some,
1: supply chain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll go way too deep into Subway. I'm Did here you think for it. Kevin.
1: Yeah, I'm. A, I agree. Do you it's think maybe my gonna favorite need... topic
0: of the podcast, in, of the history of the show. It really I, is. I love talking for sure. About it. it's do you so think they're going to
1: need to do? Do you think they're going to need to do a subway refresh or a subway re-refresh? Eat fresh. Well, that was one of the things, right? They were saying
0: that they Cause... were up, upping the quality of the food, and that was something that they had been working on for years to get better. Uh, you know, sort of ingredients, and to really kind yeah. of you know come to twenty twenty one with the uh, the quality of their stuff. Audio meme happened, here.
1: but audio yeah. meme here. uh Tyler, the creator. So that was a fucking lie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess maybe they. I mean, it just it,
0: something's fishy here, Kevin.
1: Wow, damn, you you're you're kind of killing it on this uh on oh this God, on this Kevin. topic. You you've you've hit a lot of nails. Definitely a of lot podcast. of clips. Thank you. Thank you. That's the name of the podcast. podcast?
0: Something fishy. The Subway (laughs) Tuna Investigation.
1: Damn, son. Damn, son. Where'd you find those? You ready for even better? Fishy Business,
0: the Subway Tuna Investigation. (laughs) Kevin, a front and center production. Something stinks. Something stinks. And it's the tuna because it's made from cattle. Today yes. we're gonna deep dive into the factories, into the uh, the supply chain of tuna. We got experts from the New York Times and NPR and uh, a whistleblower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like so a every whistleblower.
1: Yeah, so everybody keep uh, keep your ears open yes, and your third yes, eyes open yes, yeah, for please. this new podcast we're about to drop that will yes. likely be an HBO Max documentary in a year or two. So yeah, this is no, a fruitful and, path we're on.
0: And even here's my one last uh, sort of uh, you know request for the listeners. If you want to make us a quick little, you know, artwork for the podcast, you know, please send that in, and we will certainly repost it on Front That Center on Instagram. Absolutely, follow us, check us out. We're at 100 followers. We're we're moving and grooving. We got
1: clips. We got memes. That's we're gonna very get- presumptuous of you to. We're not even at 100 yet. So you know, hopefully by next Wednesday, we're at 100 when this comes out, or else we're fucking liars. Kevin, you gotta believe, Kevin.
2: Yeah. The hard the hard, you never thought that hip-hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight, cause I ride tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner. Piece of Raw D, Brucey B, kick Capri bree. Funk master flex, love bug, star, ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. and personal with robin leach and i'm hey. far from cheap i smoke stuff with my peeps all day spread love it's the brooklyn way the Moet and Allen's they keep me pissy girls used to diss me now they write letters cause they miss me i never thought it could happen it's rapping stuff i was too used to packing gats and stuff now honeys play me close like butter play toast from the mississippi down to the east coast condos in queens in do for weeks sold out seats to hear biggie small speak and if you don't know, now we you know, the nigga. I uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Representing beat town in the house, Junior Mafia, Master.